giving or receiving golden showers. Well, basically, for those that don't know, it's pissing on one another. Right? Yeah, it's pissing on one another. Yeah, so, sometimes drinking it as well. Yeah. Um. Have you gone to that that length of of drinking it as well? Yes. Let's talk about sex. Oh yes, love, relationships, and mental health. The Sexy Minds Podcast, hosted by the Philippines' all-time bachelor, DJ Tony Tony, and the country's sex therapist, Doc Rika Cruz, powered by Podcast Network Asia. <laughs> Welcome, and you are listening to the Sexy Minds Podcast, powered by Podcast Network Asia. My name is Tony Tony, and minus Doc Rika, she's taking a break uh, with some uh, other business. So we'll be talking about and everything sex related and uh, hopefully you can handle it and for those that uh, want to share your sex stories your fantasies your kinks or whatever questions you may have on sex and relationship please email us it's the sexy minds at gmail.com or leave us a voice message we have that as well it's available now so it's bit.ly slash the sexy minds hotline that's bit.ly backslash the Sexy Minds Hotline. And uh, for those that want to follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, it's The Sexy Minds. You can also email us, thesexyminds at gmail.com. Oh, one other thing. If you guys are thinking of starting a podcast or have started one already and you want to monetize it, the best way is to check out podmetrics.co. And uh, the referral code, if you haven't yet registered, is sexy minds podcast that's uppercase sexy minds with an s podcast one word sexy minds podcast sign up monetize your podcast because you never know which advertisers may want to work with you so uh, do that now all right let's get started our guest is her name is chris and it's pretty interesting how she is in the fetish community but before we get into revealing how she got into it let's ask more about her very colorful relationship and sexual experiences hi chris how you doing hey you how's everything <laughs> it's good it's it's uh everything is virtual so thank god for uh um <laughs> you know the internet and uh as much as we want to have uh the show face-to-face that's going to be not possible for the next coming year or even the um not till everyone gets vaccinated so uh, i guess virtual meetups are a thing now and i want to thank you for for doing this so let me know chris how, how did you first get uh started in terms of uh exploring your own sexuality uh well how old were you were you a late bloomer or was it something that you started early <laughs> Oh my gosh, <laughs> this topic is something I don't really talk about much with my usual circle. But hey, this is the best thing about these things right now. You know, everything is spiritual and everything is just on the table, I guess. Uh, not a late bloomer, not at all. <laughs> uh, I did grow up in the U.S. partially because I'm half in Manila, half in the U.S., but ironically, I started when I was 14. 
but in Manila, locally. There you go. Surprise, oh, wow. surprise. Yeah, I know. Everyone has that. Is, is it because um, being around different cultures, uh, you know, the U.S. is much more liberal. Um, so coming into a society such as the Philippines, which is very somewhat conservative on the social front, but behind closed doors, we're effing horny. You know, I mean, we're, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're all suppressed. You know, you know, it's it's um, it's funny how coming from a different country and then landing in the Philippines, you're more open to explore oneself and be different, I think, because you don't want to just you, you want to fit in, but you don't want to follow the, the 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 rest of the pack because it's just boring doing that. And I think coming from another culture or at least growing up in another country, um, you can exercise that. A little more? Well, ironically, I will let you know. I'm an all-girls Catholic school girl in Manila. And so I think that has been a, a greater influence on my wanting to explore more because of what, what, as you've said, you know, you feel more suppressed. You feel more pressure to just like conform and be like prim and proper, you know, all these, these kinds of social pressure uh, around you in your circle. But when it comes to the U.S., it's a bit more tamed and very subdued. It's very ironic, I tell you. This is my experience. But that's why I, I did lose my virginity here in Manila to a local guy, it, it, not in the U.S. It's very weird. So, yeah, I think it's the suppression. As the suppression just really got me into... Was, was like, being an all-girls school, um, I guess, did you want to explore with women first? Because that's usually the case, right? You, you oh, yeah, for with, sure. <laughs> so for at sure. 14, was, it, was your first experience with a woman or with a man? Uh, no, it was with a guy. But I did have like mild, <laughs> very tamed encounters with women before, before that. But, you know, losing virginity was definitely to a guy. Definitely. Oh, From an all-boys school. Share, share with us how that evolved. Was that a relationship? Was that something very casual? Uh, 14? Was you, you were 14, you said, right? I was 14, turning 15 that year. It was, yeah, oh gosh, this is the boring part. It's super cliche. You know, your first relationship, your first everything. Well, almost. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I got that. I got that cliche story you know i i gave my everything to my first there you go <laughs> and how was that experience if you can recall was that like was it incredible? was it really bad obviously when when two people are are inexperienced you know i mean was he much older or was he was he the same age the thing is, you know, um, I don't know if you've heard that saying, you know, um, with women, it's usually your first experience actually is the basic foundation of your sexual life. So in my case, again, it was a, a cliche story and it was great. It was a great story. It's, it's a story I love telling everyone because it's so cliche, but yet 
it, you know, it has this fairy tale thing to it as well. Um, we were almost the same age. He was a senior and I was a junior. And, and yeah, it was a proper relationship. You know, our, we were, he was my first, I was his first, all these things. We got to share all of that. And um, we were both very experimental considering it's it, it's very new to both of us. So, we, you know, starting with discovering hand jobs, blow jobs, you know, oral sex and all that. It, it was just very, very experimental, but quite aggressive for, I don't know, for that age, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah, where Depends does a, on who you're talking to. <laughs> where does a 15-year-old go and hang out to do all this? I mean, uh, a motel? Uh, do you go to each other's homes and just lock the door? Well, there, there were those moments at homes, his home or mine, but it would be basically at his school. <laughs> I was very active in high school here in Manila. I would be joining plays and, and all those inter-school competitions. So I would always be, and their school was always a venue. So we would stay after class and, and, and just, yeah, find a spot, <laughs> these things. So it was really- In the really, school? I know. Yeah, in empty classrooms, uh, empty uh, stock rooms. <laughs> oh is, my that even, is that even a possible? I didn't even think that was possible with, with the janitors, the custodial staff, with teachers. Like, how did you manage to pull that off? Like, you would wait till everyone's gone? Well, no, not really, because, okay. Uh, I told you I was very active. Um, there was a time, the time we started becoming active was when I was part of a of a school play that in, involved girls from all girls schools because they were they were an all boys school. So we would be staying till like eight p.m. at the school, just doing rehearsals, all these things. So that would be our chance, and and yeah, there would be custodians and everything. But then again, you know, the school is so big it's it's big enough to actually find a spot so yeah empty classrooms was our thing and we did have our close calls many close calls so to speak <laughs> yeah and you know we of course we, he was too young to drive but we would have the driver and 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 the the, the nanny or whatever but the backseat was always like free game <laughs> Wow. I don't know. So I would, know. That, would that be all the way? Would that be all the way, or is that aura? The the back? Um, yeah. Uh, no, no, not all the way. We just go as just oral. But I don't know what all the way means to you. I mean, for me, if I come, if he comes, then that's all the way. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, yeah, so that's in the back seat. Of, of... <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you guys were very adventurous uh, at such a young age. We were, we were. And again, it was such a good foundation for me because I was neither traumatized. It was, it, it was good. It was a really great start to my sexual um, prowess, so to speak. But what about your friends? How did that come about, the conversation, the dialogue, when talking to your friends? Were you a way ahead of them or were your friends also um just as experienced oh uh, no 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 uh, again i come from an all-girls catholic school so it's it's something you don't talk about 
you know it's really something you don't talk about with your friends it's never brought up not at that age i'm telling yeah. you not at that age exactly even in the u.s even yeah. in the u.s my friends never really brought it up it's like something yeah I, everyone would probably have suspicions but you don't really talk about it you know maybe that is a misconception well i i can say during that time you know it was the late 90s but yeah so it's probably a misconception about being in a western country it's not really that liberal and all out just sex 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 it's not really i'm telling you i've divergent in uh, what some 18 year olds when i was 16 so there you go yeah i would think that not everyone is uh in the u.s as advanced or in north america is is um, I think also they may be liberated, but when it comes to uh, making choices in that manner, they're quite also reserved. They're not conservative, but they're more careful. Um, I think it, in the Philippines, uh, it's uh, it, it really, I guess it's a, it would have to be with um, the social classes. You know, I mean, when you when you see how the economy is is you know we're a third world country so uh i don't want to generalize every every <laughs> i mean uh, human trafficking is is pretty big in our country you know oh my god sex yeah. workers are, are um definitely they're they're uh they're, they're dime younger a dozen. and younger too yeah so i mean that in itself you know, it takes precedence considering that we are a majority of Catholic country, right? And but you see the proliferation of uh, of child pornography in the in the Philippines. Uh, sex trade is big. Uh, human trafficking is is we're one of the top. So it, it's uh it's quite alarming. All right. So moving on. So yeah, how true. did you get into uh, being from this fifteen year old? evolving and dating so how was your how was your i guess uh your sexual lifestyle moving forward after you were 50 did you start having relationships uh after that after that serious one or was everything just more casual after uh after that you know it, it's very weird when you're young you know it's it's uh it's a given that you get bored easily because you you just want to be adventurous. And if your partner is not on the same level, you get bored. So I think I got bored with that. And then I moved on to doing casual things, which is a bit, I would say, I don't know if I could say traumatic or eye-opening might be a little of both for me. Because after that, I got into casual dating with older men. Um, like I was... 16 and I would go with 20, 22, 23, 24, 25, just exploring myself. It was, yeah, it was that. And I, I didn't really find anything wrong with it. So, so you were in your teens still and you're with hooking up. With I your, was. Okay. I know. I know. That's fine. I know. I mean, no judgment, but where would these guys be from? Uh, where would you meet them? Would you meet them at the bar? Would you meet them at the at school? Would you meet them at the club? Well, I don't know about you where you were during that time, but the, if you were here during the late nineties, you know, TGIF in 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 uh, I think Glorieta was really yeah, big. Yeah, hard, hard rock. Hard rock was really big, and 
limits and all these things. So I was that party girl. Of course, you know, I would be that party girl coming from the U.S. I couldn't party. I couldn't drink there. When it come to Manila, I would go all out. So I was doing that. And um, surprisingly, oh, maybe not surprisingly, but uh, expectedly, I did have an uncle who was like five years older than I was. And I would hook up with his friends until I got caught. <laughs> until we got caught, actually. Wait, in that how did you guys stuff. get caught? <laughs> Where'd you guys get caught? Oh my god, it was so terrible, Tony. But it's so memorable at the same time. I didn't even realize, you know, he was telling me, Oh my god, you were so uh you were being victimized, whatever. And I was like, No, I don't think so. But yeah, we we so he was my uncle's friend. And oh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> my teacher's friends. <laughs> You know, it's it's the easiest target for me. Yeah. You know, it's so easy, and it was easy to gain my trust as well. I guess I I, I really think, well, still think they're really they were really harmless to me. Let's not go to the moral part of that, but yeah, um, we got caught because that guy I was hooking up with had a girlfriend who was close to my uncle, and she had her suspicions. And one time they followed us to a motel oh. and waited for us. To, oh my God, it was so crazy. Oh, <laughs> and waited, waited for us to get out. Yeah. I said, I say they, Tony, because they were, you know, their group is like 28 guys with like, what, 18 cars waiting for us outside. It was Wait, crazy. Many, why were there so many? Oh, remember it was during the drag racing days? Oh my god. Ah, uh, see, yeah. my Tita was one of those. He was oh. their group was so big during so they that would time. Drag along uh, C5 Libyas, yeah, exactly. When Pier One was still there and all yeah. that. Yeah, that was uh culture, White Plains Culture Club. <laughs> yeah. Culture Club. <laughs> oh, what was other bars along Punana? That was uh uh blue onion well, yeah blue onion and then there was the other one that is this uh along libby's cheese ah, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 oh my god yes Sybil. oh my god and, and, and uh, the, the loft remember the loft it was a pool yes there was oh place. gosh see you see back. okay so that's why there were so many okay so you you come out of the motel and they catch you. <laughs> yeah. And then what ha what happens? You decide, okay, we gotta we gotta stop this, or did it continue? Did we continue? Yeah. What you're asking? Uh, no, we we couldn't. Even if we wanted to, we couldn't. My my uncle was like really like on top of me at the time. It's like mm, you can't not anymore. You can't go out on your own anymore. <laughs> oh shoot! Okay. All right. So from there. How did you start going into this whole, for those that don't know, you're part of a, a fetish community. Um, mm -hmm. What that is That I am. Um, like, well, is, it, is, it, is it a legit or is it just word of mouth? Uh, is it an actual community that uh, there, there are members? Well, okay. You know Facebook, right? Okay. So Facebook, you have this, oh, it's your network of people, everyone. 
in general, right? So for us in this community, the lifestyle, the BDSM lifestyle, we have our own Facebook. So we have that site and yeah, you can, um, it's not really like, does it really have like concrete members of some sort? Is, is, everyone, is everyone incognito? You know, with not that. really. Well, it's up to you. You can, you yeah. can definitely not show your face. You can definitely not use your name, whatever. But yeah, you, you definitely uh, will have a specific location, and that's where you can go from into the local community. So yeah, I guess you can say you have. How many has members? Its, How many members, Chris? In Manila. In Manila, yeah. Uh, okay. In Manila, the last time I checked was around. 50,000 plus. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Not act, Not all of them are active there, yeah. I have to tell yeah. you. Okay. But yeah, it's 50,000 uh, according to that site. Okay. So this is, a, this is a worldwide community. It that, is. That, it is. That isn't really so active in the Philippines in terms of meeting up, but more on just conversing, you know, with BDSM and, and fetishes and whatever it has to do with uh fantasy yeah so um it's very i guess healthy because it's it's a it's a wide it's a wide group it's a very vast group uh online it um, is but are are there reservations you know for for your identity most especially for your safety <laughs> you know you being alone in the country how do you know when to draw the line um like i mean i'm sure there are guys that message you you know, it's a it is a private group, but I'm sure whoever's in the group can message you. Oh, first, yeah, for sure. You know, firsthand and and contact you. Um, did you have any reservations to like? Oh shoot, what, what a, should I should I change my photo? Uh, <laughs> do I do I put a photo even? I mean, what was it? How are you protecting yourself for others that go into a group like this in the future for the young girls that are listening? Yeah, for, for women uh, specifically, I would say don't put your face photos in. You can put everything else uh, on it, but not your face. And I have protected myself by not really um, sharing any social media uh, whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you may have specific, you know, to the BDSM world, but it did your vanilla life, which is your normal life, you have to separate it seriously because you don't know how these people can can be. You know, and, and a lot of uh, uh, blackmailing has happened in the in the community. A lot of that has happened because uh, there are very high profile people in this group too. If if um, you would be immersed for sure, you would see them, you would meet them. If if yeah. Wow. I, I have met many people. I've many have met high profile people in this group. But How you know, if you are that? really into the lifestyle, you get to respect it. Yeah. <laughs> well, how, how, how does it, it? How do you like just really briefly uh, share with us, like when you met? You don't have to name them, but what was the most? I guess. Uh, uncomfortable experience meeting with a, a high-profile person? Uh, did oh, you but, have to say, this... okay, let's not say anything. <laughs> hey, I know who you are. Do you, what, what do you say to them? Or her? Well, this, Him or her? The thing is, 
I, I've never been uncomfortable. You know, I, I've always been, I don't know, maybe I was quite lucky not um, having met real people or genuine people on, on the site. Um, in my mind, for them to be so high profile and meet somebody like me out of the blue, out of the virtual world, is um, more of a risk to them than, than to me. So that gives me um, a better picture of respecting the whole thing, the whole meetup thing, whatever it is for, you know. Okay. It, it's really basically mutual respect. Which is not common uh, locally. Uh, I have to let you know. I, I kind of stay away from local people, especially men, honestly. But yeah. Um, I guess it's easier can... with high profile rather than just strangers, because uh, with high profile, they have that they have to keep their identity, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? They have more. They have more to lose than to gain. Exactly. Exactly. So, being a personality. Of our a high profile uh, character is is works in your favor, I would think, right? Because they can't go just go, hey, I'm <laughs> girl, right? Um, especially if they from a prominent family or exactly uh, career. Very true. In terms of career, you you can't jeopardize what you do in 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 your vanilla mm-hmm. life from exactly. this fetish you community. Really can't. Really so, what are can. some of the things that you've experienced so far? Uh, for never been in been part of or heard of this fetish community how crazy does it get how wild is it uh what are the pros uh of of being part of of this community how crazy does it get it can get as crazy as your mind can perceive that's the thing it's quite relative like okay your experiences so far (laughs) over the years how how long have you been part of this community uh eight years now uh, formally, formally eight years now, but um, in the lifestyle, in you know, I mean, like, uh, I've been doing boys' night out for like 15 years now. I I'm, know, I know. <laughs> I've never been invited to this fetish community. I know I've been invited to, to certain organized orgies, you know, over the years. Yeah. Uh, but I just had my reservations as well with because I don't know everyone. So I kind of just brushed it aside. But to be part mm-hmm. of a fetish community that's been going on for eight years, I, I more than that's been yeah, up yeah, more than that. I've never been invited, which is uh, kind of weird. Thinking that you know we're heavily involved, or the topics that we talk about is you know, um, I know escape. So I yeah. think for me, I think uh, for you to get to. Um, discovering that community you really have to be in it Um, you have to be really like wanting it like desiring it even Uh, that's how I got into I never knew about that site before and and it just gives you uh, a niche that is specific to your needs so before it was just all in my mind it was just all in my I mean like you know I take my chances I did you know I, I get to bed or would you try this with me would you be willing to do that whatever it was always like that but then again when it got really thinking and i i first got into it with an experience i was like hey you know this this really is something i want and need and so i started researching you know how how the internet is nowadays so i it was straight to that it was like bam what was the first experience you had with the fetish community what was something that was it a specific thing 
Was it, it was a, a specific thing. Oh, what was um, it? You know, I was uh, in a very toxic seven-year relationship, and then I got out of it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to live my life. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to date whoever I want without anybody telling me what's right or wrong. Finally, this is what he said. So I did that, and I chanced upon this French guy. You know, he was in and out of Manila every two months. And so he was like, you know, um, what I hate about Filipino women in general, they're always late. And it's like, yeah, but I'm not those. I'm not one of those. You know, I grew up in the U.S. I'm always, you know, if I'm on time, I'm late. That's what I told him. And the first, the first date, I was late. And he's like, you know, I have to punish you. It's like, whoa okay a dare yeah i'm up for that and it's like okay we have to go up to my room it's like mm, yeah okay it's daytime i'd probably be safer than it's you know when it's at night and it's a prominent five-star hotel okay yeah yeah i'll go with that and then we go in and then it's like okay bend over and it's like well why and it's like yeah just bend over because you need a punishment and he spanked me amazingly pleasantly it was amazing. It seriously blew my mind. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm, I am up for this and more. And so that's what started it. And, and he got me into more and more and deeper into the lifestyle. He was explaining to me, you know, there are people in the world who does this, who does that, and you can do this, you can do that. It's really up to you to discover yourself. And, and he got me started on that path. And that's, uh, you know, immersing into that with one person that I felt I could trust got me into like researching and, and, and again, into that website. And then there you go. Specifics. I got it. Okay. So um, what are some of the, the, the categories? Because when we see on, on, on porn sites, right, <laughs> we see yeah, yeah. The, the keywords, search words. Uh, what mm -hmm. are some of the, the topics or some of the, the things to look out for? that people who've never been part of this is like, this is something new to us. Uh, what are some of the, the, the subjects, uh, the, the, I guess the different, uh, the, the varieties of sexual experiences available. What, what are they? Well, let me throw a question to you first. Like, as a person who I'm assuming <laughs> is not part of this lifestyle, maybe not yet, what would you think would be the keywords that would associate with it? Um, if it for you. Well, when I hear a fetish community, I would think definitely out of the box. So BDSM, mm -hmm. uh, fetishes, uh, anything to do with you know kinkiness. Uh, that's not usually you know put on your profile things that aren't normally you know what i mean uh put on on the profile and things that you would see on sex sites anybody they have the, the when you click on the uh, on the site and then they have different categories categories right subcategories yeah. so what are some of the the things available gotcha yeah okay um well, le let me do it like uh, personally. Like for me, like I told you, our site is like Facebook. It's just a bit different because it's you know specific to the lifestyle. Yeah. So part of your profile, the first page profile, would be like, what are you into? 
you know? So mine would involve like anal giving and receiving. It would involve spanking, giving and receiving, face sitting, giving and receiving, all these things. Um, but if you would like to talk <laughs> porn categories, then it would be like forceful sex, um, role playing, it would be pegging, it would be um, what else? Uh, torture. It, those things is a bit broad. It, it's really a, a wide spectrum of things. One category can go into many subcategories, and the subcategories can have more subcategories. It, it's just very, very wide. And is this community, do you, is there a monetary um, exchange or it's all transactional? Like it's just, okay, mm. we are consenting. Uh, there's, uh, it's just, uh, I like you, you like me, we're, we're let's just do this. Well, as mm, I would say it would be the same when it comes to vanilla and the lifestyle, there would be some who would be doing it for money. You know, I have seen it. I've seen it on the, on the site itself. You know, they would be like, you know, I could, I, I can be your, your female dominatrix with this amount. I can give you this, offer you this, that, that, that. Or, you know, it would be like, I'm a baby girl, you know, if you want me, I can do this, that, 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 in exchange for that, that, that. And they, they would have their Amazon wish list, all these things. Wow. It, it It is there, but in in my network, in my circle, from my experiences, it's, it's, it's very, you know, like, it's quite, how do you say, I, I wouldn't say respectful, but it's it's almost like, you know, uh, Very, uh, um, it's a community a proper relation. You know, yeah. I'm I'm a woman. You're a man, and and you be he'd be like, okay, I want to get into something with you. I'd I'd rather get to know you first. We'll have proper dinner. We'll have you know, we'll we'll get to know each other a little, and then get to it. So you always establish better uh, like that. foundation. Yeah, you've established a, a friendship first, and then so, yeah, it gets in, somewhat it gets heavier into uh, a sexual experience i guess there is always a power exchange between you know uh, in this lifestyle between two people so th there should always be that established kind of trust to some extent you know before you get, really get into it are, it's always are, better that way all right chris is, is this more leading towards um non-filipinos uh or filipino men as well uh well, your, your preference you said you always like to have foreigners or at least non-local guys so the guys that are in this community that you meet up with are they foreigners or mostly pinoys majority of them are foreigners but i would have the pinoys who would be like in and out of the country too okay. you know these are not the ones that just like stay here um but but that's just me okay it's just my personal preference yeah that's fine yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I, I do know a, a lot of people who are really a couple and into it as well as a couple. There are those too. So there are those too. Quite interesting. Have you been with that setup? Have you been with a couple, two guys? Two a local people, one. Um, oh, uh, what Husband, do you mean? wife, boyfriend, girlfriend. What was the Yeah, setup? yeah, what, of what course. The, you, were, you were with how many? Like, uh, what was a? It was you and a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife? What was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was always like that, me and a couple. But 
honestly speaking, <laughs> you know, if it's a local woman, it's always a bit of a hassle, you know, you're going to be too emotional, too clingy, too attached. And, and it's always some kind of drama, a bit, maybe a bit, you know, at oh, least yeah? a bit of drama. What, yeah, what, compared what, what, to foreigners. It's what, what do you notice? What do you see with the local Filipina? Hindi kaya? Hindi pa... I, I, I think hindi naman sa hindi kaya. I think they're just like more um, emotional, cautious. They're more cautious because they're thinking, "Oh, I'm also Filipina, and and I'm I'm probably a bit more out there than they are, so they're a bit threatened." You know, there, there is that. So it's a bit harder to relate to those. Yeah, it's really yeah. It's, I have to be careful as well. You know, I, I'm bisexual, so I take care of the woman too. But again, when it comes to the kind of drama, I try to stay away from it. I try. This is the word, you know, because I'm here. So. Has there been an instance where the girl fell in love with you or the guy fell in love with you um, in any of your escapades? You know, someone I felt, think... felt something more for you? Well, when you say if falling in love, I think that's a bit too... Okay, infatuation. Yeah, maybe infatuated or, you know, a bit... Fell, fell for you. Yeah. There was a, a deep sense of, you know, um, infatuation and lust. I think it's really inevitable when it comes to these kinds of things. Because it's it's it, um, basically a fantasy coming true yeah. for most, right? So, so how do you separate that? How do you not fall for someone that you're fucking right now? Like, how do you... You know what what what's the mindset? What's the <laughs> mindset going into this not falling for a foreigner, not falling for the next guy that you sleep with? You know, as much as you know, it is great, it's wonderful. You know, I mean the, the boyfriend experience, even for maybe some of the guys like that 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 you've shared uh yeah. how do you not get emotionally involved? Is it just over time? Uh, because you're so used to it. Uh, or the the maturity sense that you know your boundaries. I think because I know my boundaries, and um, you know life is short. So I'm my mindset is I enjoyed the moment, I enjoyed the person during that moment. If that moment happens again, that's great. If not, that's fucking great because there are millions of people around the world I can still experience. It's always been that way with me. Um, I kind of separate, you know, like wanting a proper relationship. I, I don't know why, but I feel like it can't converge at this point. Or maybe, actually, I don't think it can converge in this country. I have to be very honest. I have to be very honest. Yeah, I might migrate to Europe or something. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so for it to converge, for, for my two worlds to converge, I feel like here in Manila, I can't converge it. That's why it's kind of it's still kind of separate for me. Yeah, I, I it think still it, is. It's it's definitely uh, a different lifestyle. You know, it works. It'd be hard favorite. to find somebody in the lifestyle. Uh, you know, yeah. as but well. you know what? There there is someone that thinks like you or that will share the same perspective. <laughs> there there will be someone. We that, just see. <laughs> yeah, there is someone that will feel the same way, and it's just a matter of time. Um, that. Uh, it it can it can happen. It's just a matter of time where, uh, you you it it manifests and you, you bump into that person and say, hey, let's just uh, 
Let's make this work. You know? I haven't given up hope yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not your usual lifestyle. You know, we're conditioned to have, mm. we're conditioned to think and, and have one person for the rest of our life. You know what I mean? That's, that's the way it is. Sure. And you don't share, you know, I mean, the, the conditioning of to be with only one person and be loyal you know what I mean? And um, for others, they're not meant to be boxed in. They're meant to be shared and, and explore. And um, and that's fine. I mean, as long as you set your boundaries. And there are people exactly. like that. I mean. And it's always better to have a partner to explore with you. I don't know if you can relate to this. But yeah, I, I have a better sensation when I'm sharing it with somebody I really care about. You know? It's it's a different different kind of excitement doing it together. So sex with uh, an actual commitment is different from yeah. sex with just a random person. Whoa, that question, right? It's like okay, it's a one night stand. Very different from having sex with your boyfriend. It's it's like that. Uh, well, let, let's say is, not a one. Is it really? Let's, let's say Chrissy's a consistent, a consistent, a casual, non, a casual, yeah, non-committed, open relationship partner, open okay, partner. Okay. Compared it's to somebody, really you're... different. If he's great, mm-hmm. your best ever. Who was your best ever? Okay, well, we'll so, <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll fine tune it. We'll fine tune it so it'll be fair. Your yeah, best, your best ever. Who is it? You don't have to name his name. You have to name him. You don't have to name him, but you just say where he's from, and uh, you know, I mean, more about him. A little more about him. Is he is he a foreigner? Is he older? Um, and the you're the love of your life. <laughs> but that's different. My best ever fuck is different from the love of my life. Okay, so who was your best ever? <laughs> Uh, my best ever was seven years younger. He is Danish. I lived with him. I relocated for him, you know, trying to work it out. Where did if, he live? Well, he, he lived in Thailand at that time. Okay. He lived in Phuket. Okay. So, yeah, but he's Danish. It, it was the best ever so far. Oh, gosh. I hope I hope nobody I know. <laughs> Why was he the best? Was it size? Was it girth? Was it length? Was it his just everything about the the experience in terms of he knew where to touch you? He knew how to kiss you. Was he nurturing? What was the reasons why he was the best? Well, yes, it was the size. It was the girth. It was the drinking. It was amazing. If, if guys, have you ever drank with a, a Danish person? Is oh my God, they're like fish. But that's amazing. That was amazing too. I think it was more of the meeting of our minds. You know, we were always like so connected, ready. Okay, we were so ready for each other. It's like, hey, do you know what? I want to have sex in the balcony. He's like, yeah, let's do it. But it's two p.m. I don't care. Yeah, let's do that. And and his his home was like on a main road and we didn't care it was like that you know we were always like up for anything so at the young, same time young and young and horny basically young and horny yeah carefree i well, think that's that's what it was it was the free spirit at that time i think it was just you guys met at a time where both of you guys were just exploring even more so um you guys connected on a different level sexually we and, we and, did and, and we really did 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. So how what was the size of this Danish guy for 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 in all of the guys that you've been? <laughs> Wait, do you mean? Do you mean like in, in, Where, in? How did he stack up? Yeah, in proper measurements. Like in specific measurements, you're asking. Oh, I, I wouldn't know if you wanna if you wanna if you wanna expound. Oh, he's not the biggest I've had, but he's like the perfect size, you know, in terms of length and, and girth. It was just perfect. Was it like a Coke bottle? Was it like? A- oh, 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 okay. Let's talk that way. Um, well, you're from Canada. I'm sure you're familiar with 500 mil cans of beer or of something. Okay, yeah, the can can beer. Just a yeah, yeah. That's it. Okay, so that wide, the girth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's amazing, right? It's like, whoa. okay. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> you know, so- I have to be honest. Yeah. When I first saw it online, I was like, way, 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 really? Is it really okay? I have to see that. I have to see that if it's real or not. So I I booked a flight the following day. It's there. It's like okay, let me see it. (laughs) If it's true, seriously, I really did. I really did. I can give you the dates (laughs) because I couldn't believe it. It was like this is some kind of Photoshop on 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 Skype or something. It can't be real. I haven't seen this before. I've seen many in my time. So I was like, no way, no way. So yeah, and there you why go. did that 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 end? How did that relationship end? Uh, well, I think he was too young to well, well, not too young, but I I think he was still fairly new to the lifestyle and a masochist. So I like pain. Nasubukan mo na bang diligin ng suka ang uhaw na lumpia? Kapag ba ang palay naging bigas, ibig sabihin may bumayo? Totoo bang pagdumikit, kumakapi? Tired of hidden messages? Listen to Quickie PH, a collection of Tagalog short stories for your listening pleasure. Makinig ka na! Promise, masarap habang mainit. Quickie PH, available on all major podcast platforms. And I'm easily marked. I'm very fair, and I'm e- I easily mark. I bruise easily. So, um, and we were in Phuket in Thailand, which is a bit conservative, you know. So, when it came to, you know, it, it's it was summer during that. It was so hot. I barely wore anything. So everybody could see bruises and marks and scratches and whatever and everyone would ask me are you in trouble you know do, do you need us to call somebody no, 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 no. and I I felt because I was a submissive I couldn't it wasn't my place to explain so I was like no no, no I'm okay I'm okay but they were so worried about it and I talked to him about it you know this is your your role you have to take over this I don't want to be explaining myself to people because this is your part you know, I, I don't wow. want to yeah. empty or whatever. So that was a big issue. That was a big issue because he had family there. He had friends for over decades there. So, you know, I was always being questioned and worried about. And I I, I couldn't take it. It, it wasn't my place. It wasn't my uh, role. And he wouldn't take it. He wouldn't, he wouldn't just take over. So that's why it ended. What about He wasn't the- ready. 
what about this masochist? Uh, you know, I mean, uh, obviously it's you enjoy gratification, sexual gratification from from your your own pain and and humiliation. How did this come about? Like, when did you realize? Wow, I'm a, I'm a masochist. I I enjoy getting <laughs> getting hurt. I enjoy being humiliated in the bedroom. Um, actually, it would come from a very uh, non-sexual place. I would have to explain briefly. Um, I am very. I have allergies to pain relievers of all sorts. All sorts. I promise you. I'm not exaggerating. So I couldn't take anything from pain. And through the years, I've discovered I have a very high pain threshold. And then it came about to my exploration sexually. And I discovered, you know, I, I really like submitting to a guy. But for me, my submission is my power because they, they feel like they can take over my body, but they don't because it gives me more pleasure than they probably are experiencing from it. So this is, this is how my mind works. So... Um, uh, basing it on that, a lot of, well, a lot of my experiences have had men who were into, you know, giving pain, providing pain, and it gives him sexual gratification. But their gratification is my pleasure. This has always been my mindset and, and my uh, genuine feeling about the whole thing. When my partner is satisfied i am pleasured you know so yeah that's where it comes from so the what are some of the the things that you like to be done to you what are some of the stuff that has been done to you i'm sure pulling the hair oh yeah, it's very basic yeah yeah get, uh, choking <laughs> how how far have you taken it the choking because i hear some crazy story oh, I, no 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 i haven't gone that far um it's it's hard to find somebody who knows how to do it properly. Yeah, you know, you're like choking to the point of passing out, but yeah. you're perfectly fine after. It's hard to find somebody who can do it. it. It takes a lot of practice, and I don't want men practicing with me on that for that. You know, so yeah. no, not not to the point. But yeah, choking and and hair pulling is very basic. Spanking is also very basic. Face slapping, um, but. I have gone to whips, different kinds of whips. I've done uh, flogging. I don't know if you're familiar with floggers. Floggers so, is which? You know, the, the whip handle, right? And just imagine the whip, but it's like in tassels. Okay. And, and, so it's and, like the, the, the whip sama kabayo, diva. But it's like in tassels. So it's like, like, mm. um, many straps and then some of the straps would have chains in it or like oh chains like, i thought it was just leather i thought i thought oh, it, it's all kinds of swords it's all kinds of swords okay there interesting. Are many different floggers okay. i've done chains it's yeah it's different experience so i've done floggers i've done whips i've done well chains basically Belts are very, uh, I, I, I mean, I can't say I've graduated from belts. Maybe the buckle part, that would be better. But belts itself, the leather area is like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that won't do anything. Um, what else? Uh, how far have I gotten when it comes to this? I've done uh, 
needles. I've done needle play. I've done. Wait, wait, wait. Five. What's needle play? I, I've never done needle play. Uh, for those that don't know what what happens with needle play, you basically get inserted. Uh, they draw blood. Yeah. What they draw blood no. or they inject? Well, it depends where you're actually piercing the needle. The needles, you know, it it doesn't necessarily draw blood, but yeah, needle piercing through your skin and in some areas of your body that are safe. That's that's you guys are naked. Something and you guys yeah. are. Wow, and this is a regular thing that happens. Like, if uh, no, no, not it's not okay. a regular thing. It's something that I've done with people have gone, uh, you know, like a, a deeper sense of relationship. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah. it's more experience, not just yeah, yeah, yeah. not just anyone. Yeah. Uh, what about this uh, strap on strap ons and ah uh, yeah. So um, pegging, have you done pegging or? Yeah, you, yeah, I've done pegging because peg I'm I'm a switch, I'm a sub and a dom, a dom okay. as well. So yeah, I've done pegging. Strap ons are a bit overrated. I have to tell you, uh, it is a bit overrated, but um, it's the first thing you actually uh, get into when you're starting. You know, in in that area, you know, you want to be pegged, you want to dominate a guy. It's it's. It's for me. It's one of the yeah, best things you. I, I never really was get into. into it. Uh, I don't know if I ever be, will be, but some guys <laughs> enjoy being pegged, um, like being yes, you know, um, yes. penetrated. Tell us about more about that. I don't think I I know anyone personally. Um, uh -huh. No one's ever told me they like to be pegged. Uh, <laughs> are there a lot of? Maybe not to your face. <laughs> yeah, no one's ever. Said, hey, you know what I like, guys. You know, I, I mean. <laughs> You would associate it with in the um, <clears throat> heterosexual sense that if you like to get pegged, you would lean towards being either bisexual or maybe even into man-to-man um, -man sex, right? But that's not I the know. case, right? That's not the case. It, Sometimes it's you, not. It's it definitely is not. You know, there are a lot of nerves in the part of your body, and some men are more sensitive. Oh open and adventurous to trying it out yeah that's the thing and i think these men who discovered are really into pegging and being rammed and whatever and all this because they have found the courage to try it at one point in their lives so it it, it definitely not necessarily connected to being homosexual or you know these things so it's really not. It's really not. It's just discovering and enjoying your body. Have you ever picked in general? A Have you? Yeah, of course. No of course. way. Ah. No, because <laughs> how was that experience? I, I, I've, I've met anyone. So, take us through how it goes. Like you, you basically ask him permission, or he tells you, "Hey, I want to get." Obviously, you talk about it beforehand, but I mean, ah, yeah, of course. At that moment. He's like, what, yo, peg me or get me from <laughs> well, behind? Is it, is it, it's almost like doggy style, right? It's basically doggy yeah, style. Yeah, it is. Okay. It is. Well, you know, um, everything is talked about prior to anything, you know, with, with another woman, with a guy, with a couple, whatever. It's always like that. It, it's the basics of, of this lifestyle. It has to always be consensual. Otherwise, it's not going to be enjoyable. Well, I guess for anything in general. But um, because I'm a switch, so I can dominate and, and submit 
to a person. Either way, depends. Um, I I have done pegging for a lot of guys. Most of them actually ask me about it. You know, it's like, so um, are you into pegging? It's like, yes. Why are you? So it's always been like that's for me. It's always yes. Why are you? So for them, it's always like gauging you. It's like, have you done it before? Can I trust you? Because do you know what you're doing? It's always like that for them as well. You know, they have to trust you as well that you know what you're doing. Like a woman, you know, it's 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 fair play. It's the same thing. Um, so um, how does it start? Well, well, no. When I dominate somebody, and pegging is always part of domination for me, I call the shots. You know. Okay. So you you but, basically il- uh, illustrate. Okay, get on your knees. Get on your hands and knees. You you're basically dictating already in the in the bedroom. You're yes. very you're very vocal. Right? I am very okay. vocal. All right. I just wanted to know uh, how that ends up being, you know, I mean, because if a girl ever, I, I'm just playing it out <laughs> in my head. That I think, you know, get on your head. I'm like, oh. I, well, Tones, if there's lube around, you might want to expect that. I'm like, uh, Chris, uh, I didn't sign up for this. I mean, have, have there been guys where they said, uh-uh, hell no. Like, you you were in your uh, dumb dom mode and you wanted to peg him and he's like oh hell no yeah i just he decided to back out at first he was okay with it and then last minute okay i don't want this this is not we're not going to go through with this i think there's one like one or two okay maybe two just two and and you know it's it's normal and you have to respect that as well even though you're dominating doesn't mean you like it's, it's basically you rape if you continue. So, yeah. Well, you being I, so, I, I try. I try to persuade. It's always like that. <laughs> what are some other things that you've explored already uh, so far in the community? Uh, explored meaning sexually, like kinks sexually. or whatever. I've done water sports. You've heard about it? No. Oh, <laughs> okay. Golden showers. Oh, okay. Ring a bell. Okay, so golden showers. Are they? Uh, um, is that practice? Giving and receiving. So is that practice in the Philippines? A lot more local guys, or is it foreign guys that like giving or receiving golden showers? Well, basically, for those that don't know, it's pissing on one another. Right? Yeah, it's pissing on one another. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes drinking it as well. Yeah. Um. Have you gone to that that length of of drinking it as well? Yes. Once. Once. Wow. <laughs> Once. Is it more local guys or a lot more foreign? Inner. More foreign. More foreign. And how was that? How was the first time for you? I'm just curious. Like when someone asks you, "Can you piss on me?" How how do you? How did that come about? Like you can't just automatically piss on someone, right? You know, I mean, you have to like. You have to drink a lot of water, I would think. And then, okay, all right. Oh, and there is all water. It's pineapple juice. It does work. Hey, people. Yeah, yeah. Heads up. It does work. Okay. <laughs> so your first time, you know, doing a golden shower, were you receiving or were you giving? I was receiving. And I would say I was intoxicated for sure. Okay. <laughs> but I was the only one because I was making him drink pineapple juice. Well, doesn't you know, it doesn't doesn't it get dirty, Chris? Like, I mean, you're in the bedroom or was this in the shower? Oh, no, no, no. In the shower, in the bath, for sure. Okay. Okay. 
Thank God. Who's going to clean it up? Who's going to clean it up? Hello? I mean, you guys are drunk, <laughs> you know, and you're like... Exactly. The next day, or even just when you piss after drinking, it's like, it's not the most yeah. aromatic exactly. scent that you want to, you know, especially in the bedroom. So, okay. So, you guys exactly. were in the bath, and yeah. he goes, yo, let me piss on you. And you said, okay. No, I was the one who asked him. It's like, hey, it's time because you've been drinking pineapple juice this whole time. You have to get drunk with me. So let's get over it. Let's see how it goes. Okay. And then then you went. So you sat down on the on the tub or in the shower and he, he just pissed all over your face. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. I've never. How did it feel? How did it feel? Warm and and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> it, well, obviously, it was, uh, obviously, the the sensation is going to be warm. But I mean, how <laughs> was it in terms of a sexual experience? Where was it liberating? Did you feel pretty? But but you felt like yes. Ah, uh, it was a it was a, obviously a, a different kind of sexual uh, experience, right? It was definitely exciting because I'm like, yeah, I've done it. You see, I was in so bad. It was quite amazing. You know, uh, it was really, really good. Uh, I actually like submitting to men mainly. So that is mainly how I am. So having done that just gives me some kind of, you know, a notch in my belt. Like, you know, I've done that. I've done this. And not how everyone. How many times have you it. gone through it? Like how many guys have pissed on you? Oh, not 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 many. Five. Five? Wow, that, that's yeah. any local guys? Any Filipino guys na hui? Naihi now. Okay. No, 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 no local guys. No At least not yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if Filipino guys would be open to that, right? Or and what about I don't know either. What about pissing on the guys? Uh, have you pissed okay. on? Like I, I I'm sure I it's like more. You know, Oh my gosh. I piss on more men than men who pissed at me. No way. Is, is, yes, is, yes. is it a foreign thing that guys enjoy it? Have they mentioned why they enjoy being pissed on? I've never been pissed on. I know I've been squirted on <laughs> uh unintentionally, well, but I mean, Yeah, there you go. Pissing is a is 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 more conscious, you know. I mean, you know you're gonna take a leak. You know that. You need to pee, so you know. There's a, there's a sense of, I guess, what is it? You have power. You have somewhat control over these guys, knowing that you are pissing on them. Because when you piss on something like a dog, you're marking territory. Mm-hmm. Is, is that what? Yeah, exactly. I was just gonna say that. Is that what goes on in your head? Um, okay, I got this guy. I pissed on his face. And where do you piss? exactly? How do you piss? Like, is is, is there a proper way? Or is it just? Well, I'm not very. <laughs> well, I'm not very tall, so it, it it depends really on how it goes, how drunk he is, and how drunk I am. But it's usually on the face because for most men who would want to be pissed on, it wouldn't really make a point if you don't piss on their face. I would say it's mainly for well, for me, it's mainly foreign men because these men are just like tired of just having to take control of everything in their lives and and for one aspect in their life they're thinking you know what i just want to just submit and and just you know surrender and and enjoy it 
you know, just not so thinking about it. what I have to do. I love it. I love it. I've never <laughs> but now now that you know, I mean, I you're you're, you're discussing it in the in, in this matter. I'm thinking, will I allow someone to piss on me now? Like I'm like thinking, <laughs> no, it could be doable, right? The pegging is still far. Be. You know, pegging is still far, but pissing, I'm thinking. You know, I kind of want to experience that, but at the same time, it depends on what she's drinking. And but have I, you had a finger up your butt? It was, yeah, back in when I was younger. It was unexpected. Oh, well, maybe you should try again. Consciously. No, I, I, the, <laughs> you have to start with that. <laughs> there, there, it was uh, intentional to to see how I would react and it was a surprise attack. So I kind of didn't like that experience, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like almost not traumatic, but it was just, uh, it just didn't sit well with me. And after that, I was like, uh-uh, maybe. And our asses need prior <laughs> permission. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't mind the, the, you know, the, you know, the, uh, going down on me. Fine. That's, that's okay. But the actual penetration is totally, I, I still have a bad experience. Uh -huh. What about rimming? Would you yeah, that's do fine. rimming? Yeah. Or oh, then you can start with that. Then you can just yeah. ease your way into begging. I don't know about that one. We'll, <laughs> I think we're. I, I'm more opting for the the golden showers or the <laughs> the the peg. You know, what I mean, rimming is fine, but the pegging is totally not uh, part of the. It's not on the menu yet. Definitely. <laughs> Not yet. You see, the, the operative word is yet. So there you go. He's okay, open. <laughs> so, so from golden showers, what, what's next? Okay, so from from the flogging uh, to golden showers. What's next for me? To pegging. What else is there that you've experienced? Oh, uh, Tying up? Is, is the candle wax a thing still? Um, oh, jeez. It is, but it's so overrated. Bondage oh. is... Very basic. It's it's usually always there. It's always happening. I have graduated into suspension. If you have heard about it, not just okay. bondage, but being suspended. Okay, so suspension is in the air. Yeah. Uh, over the bed. Uh, is there a harness? Really There's like, is there like a harness uh, on the seat? Not necessarily. You know, when you're really into bondage, there are many ways to do it where you can also be suspended. So I've graduated into that. And um, I'm still exploring it. I'm not really sure if I like it really, but I'm not really against it. Well, what's the difference between bondage and suspension? Well, bondage is just being tied up and, and being restricted to movements. But suspension is really definitely can't even control your knee-jerk reactions because you're suspended in the air, basically. Okay, so you have no control whatsoever. So all, let's say, all uh, your 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 arms and your legs are basically tied tightly to the bedpost, right? So that's you're suspended. Not just the bedpost. Usually, it's the ceiling or ceiling? corner of the Wait, yeah. How do you get tied up to the ceiling? Uh, I, again, I really. <laughs> Hey, hey, new category. You should look it up. <laughs> Suspension in Pornhub. There you go. I'm oh, you a okay, great okay. idea yeah, of what yeah. it is. Oh, interesting. Okay, so you're you're getting into that. And how's that experience? Uh, is it a bit scary? Isn't it a bit scary if you don't trust the person? And and do you trust, do you suggest it to someone that they've just met? Uh, no, okay. definitely not. 
All right. Definitely not somebody you just met. I I am always getting into uh, wilder kinks when I have I've known a person for some time. Of course. You know, or yeah. if it's a partner. So yeah, it's, it's uh, I am still getting evolving, into it. evolving to the yeah. next level. You know, and mm-hmm. this guy that you've done suspension with, how many years have you been? Has this been? Uh, an open relationship or, or this casual thing? Uh, how many years have you guys been doing it? I'm not going to define it, but yeah, maybe it's like three, you know, five years. Okay. A foreigner also. Yeah. 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 I, I think a local guy would be tough to, you know, <laughs> to cat to. I don't know. Yeah. Seriously. I don't want to like generalize, but yeah. Yeah. Well, that I mean, I, I really think a local guy <laughs> Is tough because of the social uh, <laughs> factors. The social factors are big. I think the social factors mm. play a big role with family, friends, and and yeah, uh, society. True. You know, we we are influenced so much by the outside uh, from true. the quality of our life is is, and it, it's tough. That's why we always have to paint this picture that you know in in in. In in society in the Philippines, uh, well, everywhere, anywhere else, but more so in the Philippines that you know. More so here, because we're um, from here. You family know, name, your reputation, yeah. uh-huh. you know. But at the same time, when you are in a scandal, people are end up forgiving you and forgetting how corrupt you are or how uh, how it's, it's the crime so that you committed. Ironic, yeah. yeah it, it's so like ironic. it's like it's it's biased. It's like the crime that you commit is biased, dependent on, I guess, who you are in 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 this world, and then, um, yeah, how you're perceived, and yeah, yeah true, yeah. Okay, so foreigners, what else is what else are you looking for? Okay, so we're gonna do we're gonna end this with the top ten questions, but before that, yeah, what else is next for Chris? What are you looking for? What are you in search for? Uh, are are you looking at being in a relationship? In it, like, uh, we you mentioned how it's tough to have a functional relationship with this kind of lifestyle. Um, but you know, I mean, you, I'm thinking you're in your 30s. How far yeah. do you want to take this? Uh, is this a lifestyle forever, and that the guy will have um, to adjust to you, or will you adjust to someone? I mean, it's it's still far to to say you know forever you know I mean, there's no yeah we can't we can't we you, know, <laughs> you might it might be next year and you tell me tony i found someone i'm done i'm, I'm <laughs> done everything exploring i'm gonna settle down and cut everything off but oh then again gosh. next year you could tell me you know i found a guy um, willing to do this you know well but at the end of the day i i can't go vanilla anymore it, it will always be this lifestyle one way or another what does it mean does it mean i'm up for a proper relationship with somebody who is in the lifestyle as well it's a dream that's a fantasy for me i don't know if it can happen or will happen i hope still <laughs> i'm still hoping but yeah at the end of the day that's that's my goal you know oh no there you're, is you're- we, when you have a child, I think chi- having a child will will uh, also be a factor. We don't know, right? I mean, yes, it changes. So, um, do you plan on having children or not normally? Like, okay, maybe 
do a surrogate or something. Okay. Or adopt yeah. or something. Kailan ka last nag-joyride? Alam mo yung may kasama ka, sobrang tawa lang kayo ng tawa, sabaw yung usapan nyo, kahit saan kayo dali ng trip nyo, ayos lang. Tapos biglang tatahimik, lalalim yung usapan, magiging intellectual, emotional. Ngayon, kahit stuck ka mag-isa sa bahay, sa traffic, sa trabaho, pwede ka nang sumabay sa Joyride of Intellectual Wall Conversations sa podcast kong Sabayan with Victor, produced by Podcast Network Asia. Sabay na sa Sabayan with Victor. You know, there's a place in, in Jamaica called Hedonism. Oh, yeah. Hedonism. Is there a festival? <laughs> it's not. It's, it's actually a resort for basically yeah. this type of lifestyle and more. So it would be nice to find somebody who I can bring there and just be ourselves and not. Yeah. Just, yeah, just be ourselves. That would be nice. That's the main goal. I think they have a festival coming up, right? I think they have one coming up this, this, this year. Um, you, you know, I've stopped really uh, updating myself about it because I know it's a bit impossible yeah. <laughs> to really like attend or whatever. So yeah, but yeah, that's that's my main goal: just to get somebody who I can be myself with in that kind of setting and venue. All right, so I'm gonna ask you a list of questions. You just have to answer. You can pass if you like. Uh, lights on, lights off, or dim on definitely on <laughs> where's the weirdest place you've had sex the subway wow yeah i know it's crazy i was young i was young during the day or at night <laughs> Last, no, at night, at night, like last, nine. Okay, nine, so it's about to close. Nine. And yeah, yeah. Is this uh MRT, LRT? Oh no, no, not here. <laughs> oh come on, Tones. You know you can't do it here in the U.S. Okay. What's your fantasy that you wanna accomplish that you haven't yet? What's doable and what's not doable? There you go. What's uh... a fantasy that's doable and not doable? I want at least five men to dominate at one go. Wow. I don't know. I don't know if it's doable. But that's a fantasy. Wow. That's... Yeah, I know. <laughs> What's the most you've had? Three. Three men. Yeah. And how was that? How did you pivot? Tiring. It was very tiring. Was it all foreigners? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. But here. Here in Manila. Okay. And were you guys protected or no? Of course, all the time. Okay, thank God. All the time. Ask about that. How how important is protection for you? But that's another thing, you know, with foreign men, they're more into that than local men. I have to be very honest. But again, that's my experience. Okay, so it's no condom, no sex for you. If definitely not. Okay. Where on your body is your favorite place to be touched? My clit? I don't know. Where else? I don't know. Um, do you enjoy giving or receiving more? 
oral. Ah, uh, giving. For sure. What is it about giving oral? Power. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's the emotion and the provoking that reaction from a man. Come on. It's the best sensation ever. And what's your favorite position? Me on top. Oh, seriously? Yeah, seriously. Okay. And uh, how often, if you do, masturbate? At least six times per day. Depends how many minutes, hours you give me. Do you have toys? Not really. Un unnecessary. Interesting. Uh, virtual sex. <laughs> Are you open to it? Yeah, very much. Interesting. How often is, is this done? <sighs> Not as often as I want to, sadly. Preferably once a week at the very least. And uh, how does it start? I mean, is it someone you know? It could be someone that you don't know. Uh, oh, someone I know for okay. sure. Okay. And another question is, uh, if you do watch porn, what kind do you watch? What tickles your fancy? What's the like What's the many? search word? <laughs> <laughs> so, how many do you need? Like my top three, top five, oh, yeah, top 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 three. Top three: white male, Asian female, anal, and forceful sex. Oh wow! Yeah, you like the power, right? You like in the that order. <laughs> in that <laughs> order. You like the, the exchange of being submissive and total loss of power in control. Yeah. Nudes. How uh, are you okay with sending them? How are you okay with receiving them? Dick pics. Well, I have my own platform. If if needed and if wanted, yeah, that can be made available. Are you loud or quiet? In bed? Very loud. Very, very loud. Okay. Um, food. Have you ever tried using food during foreplay? Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. Which Unfortunately. Foods? Which foods have you used? Or hey, the usual. <laughs> Which foods and fruits have you used? <laughs> oh please <laughs> this is not something i'm proud of that's fine uh, cucumbers yeah they're more you know yeah they're better than eggplants apparently <laughs> i've discovered i think they're stronger right they're much yeah they are they're yeah. more durable <laughs> more durable that's it that's the word yeah yeah th those two are very prominent <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> you said you've, uh, you know, done. But it's very unnecessary. <laughs> when it comes to BDSM, how far have you gone? Uh, in what sense? Uh, I'm what sorry. was what was probably your wow? Okay, I thought I was gonna die. Moment. I've none yet, to be honest. I've been very lucky with my partners, um, relationship or not. I've really. 
you know, I came to that point that I really trusted him without ever having to feel that way, even though it was like a situation that would be too mind-blowing for most people. Yeah. I don't know, maybe too reckless or slash adventurous about things like that. Mm. So I've never felt that way yet. I've been very lucky, I have to admit. Uh, so not yet. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess uh, you've been fortunate enough to not feel like you're going to yeah. die. Um, have you joined the Mile High Club? You said you were in a subway. Have you done it on a plane? Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, Of course. <laughs> going to Mexico. That'd be well, there. You go. That was a long flight, long haul flight. I guess no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh. It was from the U.S. for spring break. So yeah, there you go. In spring the break ninety six. Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My goodness, incredible. <laughs> um, your most embarrassing sexual experience. Oh, most embarrassing. Um, I think it's always it's always most embarrassing for me. I know it's not going to be really a good answer, but honestly speaking, it's always most embarrassing when when men feel so embarrassed when they come too quickly. I I don't I don't mind seriously. You know, it happens, and it's usually the first time, the first round, and and that's expected. Yeah, women should expect that. I think, I feel, we should be fair. And when a guy does have premature ejaculation, um, mm -hmm. what can the opposite sex or even the same sex uh, try to do to make them comfortable and not feel like it's, you know, it's 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 over? Because sometimes it, the first time, it, it, we you have to understand that the first time, okay, it's done, but there's also the to get well, back to get back up again and 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 yeah. uh, the what do we call what do some guys call it the the turnover factor can you oh. get back up right for the second round i mean yeah it's not like one and done that's it but for some it is but i mean there 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 can be if the girl is i guess in you touch, know if it's if a girl if is not. really in touch and, and she knows how to to play her cards. Simulate. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And I think it's a it's I a dealt with this a lot. You know, I mean it, it happens. <laughs> with me, it has happened so many times. Uh, so. It does. Oh. Seriously, I feel women should be really just fair about this whole, you know, first round is just like what a few seconds, a minute at most. It, it's it's so irrelevant. You just get that over with and then you start again and, and go to the next round. It it should be, you know, not to put a stigma on your partner. Just play casual, it's like, okay, uh, maybe a few drinks or maybe a drink or maybe you know. Let's start with something new, something new for you, new for me, or, you know, just stimulate everything for yourself and for the guy. Just make it casual because it should be casual. It's yeah, not I a big think, deal. I think there's a lot of pressure uh, for guys, but there's also that um, expectations of women to for from the guy, right? We're, we're painted that the guy should be doing this, doing that, but we have to realize that you know not 
it's there's no playbook. Each person is different, and, and exactly, and it's so important to have that um, sexual connection before getting sick. <laughs> I think it's important to know that person on a on a different level. Um, if I if I could go back to the times that I've had bad experiences, mm-hmm. um, I would think it would have been better if we had a better foundation in terms of conversation about what I like, what yes. I don't like. Um, and when I'm more, when I was more, maybe if I was more secure about my body, you know, I mean, sometimes we're so, we're thinking so much in that time (laughs) that we're not in the moment. And I think that takes away from it. And I think a lot of women are also, you know, just as, um, lost in terms of, okay, they think it's going to be a certain way. And when it's not the pressures on us guys we didn't satisfy her. We didn't, you know what I mean? But it was just one round. Let's stimulate again. It's, it's the woman's job. If you, if you know what I mean? To, to exactly. get back on the horse for us guys to get back and hard again. Um, and um, it, it's tough because a lot of women think that it's a guy's job. Oh, it's done. You know, it's like, Whoa, my God, yeah, it's done. That's, that's it. That's it. That's yeah. It. I know. Yeah. So um, it's like, all the romance and all the, the 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 urge dissipates because he's done. And I think a lot of us, even guys, need to know that just because you are done doesn't mean that she's done. And it, it has to stop there. Take a break, watch a show, grab a drink, like you said, eat some fruit. Yeah. I like to, you know, I mean, my my thing is I love to put food when I'm in the act. To, to eat. Yeah. Like I'm I'm Mr. Fruits. If one thing's like, I'll, I, I'll run to the fridge after or, or before and I'll have a ton of fruits. I don't know why. I, I, I think it was because my first ever uh, real sexual partner, like it was consistent partner when I was younger. Uh-huh. I, was don't know, I don't know what it was, but she would always eat after like, like crazy appetite. And then I never had that. And then all of a sudden, I do too. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, I think just maybe in the past ten years, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. I just get hungry, like even more and more, more than ten years. I just start ordering food or whatever's in my in my ref, and I'll just yeah. munch. Unless yeah. unless it's like and like it's like early into the morning, then I'll pass out. But then when I wake up. Oh my gosh! Like they have to eat. Yeah, yeah I, I, I get, get that too. Or I have to drink like you know something that's just something sweet. So I'll have I'll have uh-huh. like watermelon, coconut juice. Um, uh, yeah, it's just like you said. You have to have something in your mouth. I think it's a it's like an oral fixation just to have something cold in your mouth. <laughs> It's kind of weird because I I was never like this before, like long time. I would never eat after, but now it's like I'll rush to like the Seven Eleven, the mini stop. Oh my god, that would be so nice. (laughs) Or 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 Rustans if I have time beforehand uh, to the Uh supermarket, and I'll pick up oranges, cantaloupe, melons, uh, (laughs) grapes, strawberries, and and. just it's to be like, clear, these are fruits to eat, right? Not to yeah, play yeah, yeah, with or yeah. something. Yeah, I, I, it's it's actual to eat. It's after. Okay. I, it's it's after the act. I I I get I get these hunger pains that are 
um, I just have to eat something. And, and because I have a strict uh, nutrition. Diet, diet, yeah. Yeah, my diet's very... I have heard. It's, uh, fruits is the only thing I can eat at night, you know, that because after, after a certain hour, I don't like to eat. But when it comes to fruits, I, I don't mind. Maybe it's also your thinking that, you know, if you replenish nutritionally, then you can perform again. I think that's it. I think that's Or it's recharge. And I think it's also my age. Recover. You know, I think <laughs> it's my age saying I need electrolytes. I need energy. <laughs> Unlike before when you're younger, you know what I mean? You yeah, can- yeah, just go and go and whatever, you know, just go with whatever. Um, It's not a bad thing at all for anyone. But uh, again, going back to, you know, like just coming easily the first round, I think women should just normalize it. We, we should just normalize the whole thing. It's more traumatic for the, the men. So we have that role and we have that. Um, uh, we can overcome that for them as well yeah. in general. This is like how it, I've always seen it. I would like more women to think like we um, so there's not that pressure because when there's pressure, there's no way it's going to get hard again. I mean, exactly. I mean, it's you just be casual about it. You know, oh, okay, no. you're done the first round. We can go again in a bit. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> you sometimes know? I wish it was the total opposite. I wish um, guys were hard hundred percent of the time. I wish God made it where we were hard hundred percent. And only when we come, it gets soft. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you didn't have to stimulate. Like everyone is just 100% hard. And it's just a matter of performance. That way, we'll see whose heart is really in it. You know what I mean? True. I got I got you. Who's really wanting to perform to please her instead of, okay, I have to think. I have to be turned on. I have to be stimulated. Uh, because if you're hard 100% of the time, that takes away a lot of the pressure. Now it comes yeah. with the performance. And, and wanting to please your person, your partner. How much do you like dirty talk or moaning, uh, grunting uh, of the opposite partner? Of the- oh, as, as much as he or she can. <laughs> This is how much I wanted. As much as, he, he, yeah, as much as he or she can, I would take it as much as, yeah. It, it, I'm so into it. Because I'm the same. I, I'm terrible in, in buildings, you know, and the neighbors really complain or whatever. But this is how I am. I'm not going to enjoy as much as I would if I stay quiet. So it's, it's nice as well to have somebody who reciprocates that. Uh, what is the shortest time it's ever taken for you to have an orgasm? Two seconds. That's with you? Alone? Yeah. Yeah, somebody? alone. Okay. Oh, you mean with somebody? With somebody. Uh, three minutes. Okay. And the longest it's taken you to have an orgasm? Seven minutes. You see, I've actually timed it. I have because it's, it's such a, a wonder why it is that way. Apparently, it's not very normal. But yeah, so that's why I know for sure. And what's your favorite way? of uh, orgasming was it on top is he eating you out penetration of the cock for sure okay. oh my god can you say that here i don't know no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sex podcast so you can say okay it. there's no other way to say it so yeah 
is it more pleasurable doggy uh, missionary uh, on top which hole oh you you tell me oh uh, okay um well if it's in your pussy it would be better doggy if it's in your ass it's better missionary all right there we have it and uh <laughs> Uh, I know you wanted to be anonymous, uh, Chris. So uh, if you can't say your website, right? Uh, it's, it's a private. Uh, maybe I can. Wait, let me give, give me a few seconds to reflect on it. Because I've been very careful in keeping my identity. Yeah, I could give, I could give my my handle on the site if you okay. if you would like. If you, It's up to you. Whatever you feel comfortable. Um, no, no, no. I'm okay with it. Okay. Um. It's PKM80, PKM80 on fetlife.com. Okay. That's it. Great. So for those that are interested um, to meet up, maybe if you are <laughs> coming in to visit the country and you are a foreigner, you have a 99% chance uh, of to meet her. If you are a local guy, obviously, Filipino, uh, yeah, you have but... a chance. Disclaimer, if you're an expat, I probably would have fucked you at some point. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. If you have been an expat here for at least five years, yeah, we probably have encountered each other. <laughs> and uh, how often do you, does one need to get tested? Oh, With me? I, I get tested um, every two months. Okay. That's important. So, for those, remember, at the end of the day, whether it's a casual or um, a long-term uh, make mm -hmm. sure you are protected. Uh, there's uh, Durex has some great products available. Ah, yes. Also, uh, getting tested is important. So uh, uh, protect you and uh, your your loved ones and your partner by getting tested. Exactly. So, Chris, thank respect you so you much. Respect you and respect everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for uh, enlightening us. Even myself. <laughs> I am shocked and so much more educated. <laughs> and, and now I'm like, okay, let me check out this fat life, man. Let me check this. Yeah, out. exactly. You know, but thank uh, you, thank you as well. So yeah, it's, it's great to have a a platform I can freely speak my mind. <laughs> it is important Sad. to have this dialogue. I mean, we don't talk about sex in the home, uh, more or less to our family and friends. Sometimes, uh, you know, what I mean, and and to have to to for it to be healthy. And to, for us to know more is it's it's got to be an open diet. I know this podcast is a bit more risque. I know it's a lot more advanced, <laughs> but I think there are a lot of women that are advanced already mentally, uh, sexually. I uh, you know their sexual IQ is definitely uh, not for the Philippines. It's definitely more liberal. Exactly, and, and they just can be vocal about it. You know, and, 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 and be, it's yeah, very it, sad. It be stigmatized by. Our, our sexual preferences. I think, you know, it, it's it's almost like how we like to shop, how we like to, uh, the foods we eat. And sex is just another part of, uh, of our life, our aspect of our life that um, it's, it's, it's been stigmatized that, oh, you like this? That means you're like this. You talk about exactly. this, so you must be like this. And um, why can't we be good people as well? Just or why why can't we be Catholics and enjoy our bodies? Yeah, 
Why? I mean, well, that's yeah. that's a different story, which I don't. Oh come right? on! That that <laughs> is it's like, more of the Philippine thing, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, you, you can't be so Catholic and be doing that. Like I'm I mean, like really. I, I, I honestly felt that you know if I was going to be judged for who I am, I don't want to be part of any religion. You know. Any. True. True. Um, so I am I'm not an atheist. I'm, I believe in God, but I don't belong specific to any sect. I was born and raised as a Catholic and baptized, but uh, same uh, here. Am I, am I practicing? No, but I do. I respect one everyone's just everyone's um choice and just uh them as a human being, yes. And I think that's more important, which is how it should be. Yeah, so um, it kind of gets technical when you when we mention religion. It, yeah, I know. It, just, it gets I really know. like, uh, you know, I mean, everyone's so righteous and and pointing the finger <laughs> when in exactly you shouldn't be judging anyone. But here we are judging what oh what who who do you believe in? What's your religion? We already cast first stone when we find out ah Muslim ka ah Buddhist ka ah ah uh, uh, yeah. Hindu. Hindi so ka. you can't do that, right? So yeah, yeah. We just we we put people on a platform by their religion just by saying, oh, you know, I mean, oh, you're Sikh, uh, you're you're Hindu, or you're, you know, what I mean. So it's it's tough to, yeah. like, I don't like being categorized, and um, um, yeah. So, <sighs> but you know, we do what we have to do, it and is. we we. We we just deal with the social norms and we try to just find a, a way where we 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 live and we thrive in 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 society. Well, well we plow through the times, hoping it modernizes and and evolves like everyone else is doing, you know. So and that goes along with how our beliefs are when it comes to religion, every other aspects. Yeah, so that's how I think it, everyone is just going through it. Like we're torn between our human instincts of, you know, satisfying our, or quenching our, our 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 soul, and then yeah, following, following yeah, following uh, you know the 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 rules uh, of a sect. You know, I mean, it, it's it's tough. We're torn both ways. So, I mean, if you've had, uh, you know sex before marriage you're already causing you know I mean, oh you, my god you've already caused so much sin you know what i mean so where, where, where <laughs> am i like where am oh god where am i am i gonna oh god now i'm gonna die and burn <laughs> so, am i really the devil if that's the case am i really the devil that they say so you know for exactly. me like, okay let's just uh let's just for me it's educating informing uh our listeners to have a healthy functional uh sex life you know uh, at least get to know more about themselves uh, and and i know i focus a lot more which is on the women. basic you know I, I focus a lot more on the women because women don't have that platform unlike men who talk about it freely and don't get stigmatized you know what i mean it, it's really hard for them True. to be judged uh unlike women and they talk about it you're already judged you know and it's and it's so double standard you know and i and i and I hate it um, personally um, because I'm already mm -hmm. judged by the show, by my character. And so. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, 
you know, it's really conservative. At the end of the day, I, I don't think a stranger who's listened to the show and I ring their doorbell, that family member can <laughs> go, what the hell is he doing here? I mean, more case than more more times than none. If if I'm just a friend, it's okay. But yeah, that's true. If I am dating your perspective, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm dating your mother. <laughs> if I'm dating your cousin, and I ring that doorbell, it's personal. <laughs> it becomes personal. You know, it's I, oh my gosh, that guy. I know that dude. You know, I mean, so you gotcha. know, them not knowing me, who I am, or the the in essence, who who I truly am. They may know a part of me. Um, I get yeah, judged for you know, uh, me being that character, but that's fine. You know I mean? It, it's something that I, I took upon. It's part of your, yeah. 15 years ago. It's something that I, I, I have reality. to Reality. Yeah. Uh, it's something I have to deal with. And, and you know, and it's the right time and place. Uh, like you said, someone will understand. Someone will see that, okay, he's more than just the show. And um, when that time comes, <laughs> that's fine. But in the meantime, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Uh, this episode, the Sexy Minds Podcast, powered by Podcast Network Asia. Remember to follow, subscribe on all podcast platforms. We are there on uh, Anchor, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, and Spotify. Uh, for those that want to add us on Instagram, it's The Sexy Minds uh, on Twitter as well and Facebook. Email us, thesexyminds at gmail.com and share your stories fantasies, your kinks, or whatever you want, a relationship problem, email us at thesexyminds at gmail.com or leave us a voice message at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash the Sexy Minds hotline. And uh, this is powered by, once again, Podcast Network Asia. Thank you for listening to the Sexy Minds Podcast. Make sure to follow the hosts at DJ Tony Tony and at underscore Rika Cruz to get more of their Sexy Minds. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>